Hi, I'm Thomas Eden, and I'm hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. Thomas, how's it going, man? Congratulations with the new EP, Victoria. You you did some new things with this EP. I felt like I felt like you kind of uh, dove deeper into your personal life. Um, you gave us more of a, of a vulnerable side. Um, what really kickstarted the idea of like the initial idea of writing this EP in the first place? I think, um, thanks man. Thank you for compliments. Um, uh, I think this, I kind of had a bit of a breakdown after my second EP I did, uh, so now my third one, um, and just kind of wasn't that confident in the music I was putting out. I didn't think it was really reflective of who I was as a person. So I think I was a lot more open and honest with this. EP and it's you know a lot of it's based on on true stories or just slight adaptations of true stories and so I think in that sense it's just come out quite truthfully and naturally so I think that's kind of where it it stemmed from it was just like wanting to be more open about what was actually happening in my life I think yeah as far as like kicking off this EP like I really loved that you started it with nobody has to know such a more of an energy driven kind of song um Thanks, what was the what was the idea behind like kind of starting it with the song? Is this like the beginning of the story? Like, uh, and then we close it off with the most beautiful thing. Like, what was what was that mindset for you during this process? I think it um, good. Yeah, I mean, kind of similarly like that. I think I, I wanted to start it off with like a a bang. I mean, nobody has to know. It was such like a. I've been playing it live for maybe a year now, like unreleased. And then it came out in September and that was just like a big go moment, which felt great. Um, it's, it, you know, it was like this song that fans knew it was this fun. It's just a really fun song. I wanted to play it live with the band and everyone know it and whatnot. So I think starting it off with the bang like that just felt like a natural step to start off this EP cycle instead of like some more like mellow tracks like Victoria. Um, so I think, yeah, it was, it was more just like you said, just like starting it off, like, going hard as possible and just having so much fun with it um yeah since you were trying new things with this ep like would you say that you were also trying new things vocally uh different vocal ranges different kinds of uh techniques that you did throughout the singing of this ep totally man i i used i think this is the first time i've ever properly used like falsetto um in like so many songs i think victoria is really high strawberry kisses is super high and we had to, we had to, we dropped that down when playing it live because it's just way too high. Um, but um, yeah, totally. Like, there's also so many tracks which are just so like, basically like talking as well. Like, it's just like kind of shout talking. Like, nobody has to know it's really easy to sing because it's just like kind of like sits up where my speaking range is. Um, but yeah, good pickup, dude. I'm, I'm, it is a lot different than what I've done before vocally, especially. What did you mean exactly by properly use the falsetto? Well, just like I've, I've never in songs before have I gone like, ah, like use like the top of my range. <laughs> and Victoria is very much like, ah, Victoria. That was bad. Like that was kind of you know, it hits the hits the head. <laughs> so how did you perfect that? Is this something that the producer helped you with, or is this something that you've been working on with the vocal coach? <laughs> um, it's kind of a. It actually, is interesting. I I wrote the songs with uh my range in that sense being really bad and then i think yeah i just kind of worked on that with vocal coach and then when cutting the vocals i mean um you know thank god 
with modern technology, we can do it as many times as we want. And it's not like analog tape anymore, in which costs heaps of money. So um, yeah, it, it took, it definitely took a lot longer. And on this whole EP, there's been so many different versions of different songs that have just taken uh, so long to perfect. So I think luckily I had like all the time in the world to thankfully do it. I wasn't really in a rush to get something over with. Um, so yeah, just time and perfecting it really was the hardest part. For me, I feel like uh, my one of my favorite tracks is The Most Beautiful Thing, and that's the closer of this EP. Thanks, man. Um, personally, I love that raw vocal, that raw emotion. Would you say that this was like that first initial take, or did you actually like do various run-throughs before you gave us what we're listening to today? Good pickup. Good pickup. Well done. That's, yeah, um, that actually was the first take. Yeah. So I think there was two songs on this EP, which were the, yeah, so two songs. So the most beautiful thing was just the first pass of the vocal, which was originally just meant to be the demo. Um, and then that was it. And then Nobody Has to Know was also the demo vocal. Um, so it was, it's been, it was cool. It, you know, that is, I think, the demo vocal for the most beautiful thing as you said, just was more emotional and just like it wasn't trying to be perfect when recording it. And so that works best for that song, I think. Yeah. Would you say that that demo vocal was something that you just did on your own or was this already something you were doing with the producer in the studio? No, all the demo vocals I did on my own. So because the whole EP was made basically remotely because I was in yeah. Australia and I was in London. But the, when I was in like those places, I was working with people from L.A. and people in London while I was in Australia and so I did a lot of the vocals on my own I think the only song I did in a studio vocals was Victoria I yeah I had a I hated the vocals on it so I went into the studio and retracked them with the producer um but yeah it was a lot of it was just doing it purely on my own in like a in like a room like this like a basically either a hotel room or a bedroom and just like sitting at my laptop with it <laughs> it's jokes so I'm curious because when listening to the EP like I said you you start off with uh, nobody needs to know um and um or nobody has to know but in the lyrics you do mention that you've been single for a couple of days right and then towards the end with with the final track the most beautiful thing it just sounds like you have fallen in love with this person so yeah. would you say that this is basically the beginning and the continuance of this love story or is it multiple love stories that you're talking about i think it's kind of, this is such a wanky answer, sorry, but it's kind of up for interpretation. <laughs> I think okay. I, I wrote it about, I actually wrote, I wrote it about different people. However, um, I do, I might actually, my manager brought that up to me and, and you actually, I think you're the second person that's ever brought that up is if you <laughs> listen to the whole EP, it, you can take it as a one person story, which is, I think is unintentionally, I love that. That's really great. So I, I think if that is, as I say, it's just such like a cliche, like, ooh, art is an interpretive answer. But like, I, I think that's great. If that is the way that people are listening to that, then that is by far the best mistake I've ever made then. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's I, I, I do really enjoy that continuation because even then coming out of Victoria and the ending of Victoria to the most beautiful thing, I think is such a, a nice transition um, as well in that sense. So no, it wasn't intended. I had multiple versions. I was like, okay, maybe like this is the start of the story or maybe he, maybe the most beautiful thing was that person. And then 
now this is the start of a new story. Like right. I was just trying yeah. to figure it out, but I was like, regardless, like I love, uh, I love all uh, five tracks of this EP. Like Thanks, I love man. the story that you're telling us uh, during this process. Like, what would you say, like, or which song would you say was the most challenging to finalize? I think um, most, I mean, from like a, like a production and logistical point of view, Strawberry Kisses was a nightmare, mainly just because, as I said, like, that's got the vocal range like the <laughs> takes we did of that song is so many man and like got split up into so many different bits so probably that but i think victoria spent was spent was went through so many different producers and so many different versions until i finally just sent it to my my roommate who's a producer his name's stephen barnes he i work with him on a couple songs and i feel like whenever something i need something done quickly or anything like that i can just get it right over to him and he does it exactly the way I want it to. And so there was a couple versions of Victoria for ages and I sent it right and then it wasn't working out. And then I sent it to him and he did what basically is the final version now within like a day. And it was, uh, it was amazing. And as I said, we recut vocals. Um, and then, yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of finished. That was the last song I think for the EP to have Victoria. Um, yeah, it's, it's cool. I, it took a while, but we got there in the end. Did you already know the identity of the EP before the song or did you kind of figure it out once the song was, was finalized or at there least was, the, the, the title for it? Yeah. I think the, the title for the EP was when that song was finalized. I think the, the tracks, I think there was an extra two tracks that we debated having on one of them has will never, and like, wasn't really is won't see the light of day. And then the other one was a song called breakfast, which is on the physical version of the EP. Um, and that's fun as well. That's like a hardcore, heavy, like track. Um, but I, I much prefer playing it live. I don't think it would have really fit in the context of the EP as like a, a, a body of work. Um, but yeah, I, that's kind of where it all fits in with each other, I think. And sonically, I love the different dynamics that you give us with with the Thanks, music, man. with the sounds. Um, what really inspired this? Is this something that you came into the table and like said, you know, this is what I want it to sound like? Or is this something that as you were recording these songs, you kind of discovered new sounds to add new, maybe new instrumentation to add to the EP. I think, good question. I think it was more like, I kind of knew, I mean, the, so it kind of started out with the first song, um, which nobody has to know was the first song we made off it. And I think I didn't really hundred percent know what I wanted it to sound like, but then Spencer who did it, um, Spencer Stewart, he sent me, the version where the, the current guitar line on it the was played on bass and I was like to him that let's just put it on guitar instead and then like since then everything just made so much sense I think Spencer really helped like make the EP just fully um like craft it into the sound that it, it, it is now I think um and so I think it was kind of maybe a process but then once the first well you know once nobody has to know was made it was very clear that that's what i wanted the whole project to sound like um yeah <laughs> did that did that switch from bass to guitar uh also impact the vocals and the way that you were going to sing the song no because it was the, that was the demo vocal so we I, I put the demo down to an acoustic guitar in the first place um and then we've just the, the vocal that's on that song is still the demo vocal um i actually never in in nobody has to know it goes um Nobody has to know. And I, I put that in as a placeholder because I didn't know what to do there. But it's just stayed now. So, whoops, my bad. <laughs> anyway. Good thing technology nowadays, like we can record on an iPhone and it still sounds great, right? <laughs> Literally, yeah, genuinely. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that the EP's out, you're about to kick off your first ever U.S. Uh, North American tour tonight uh, in New York. So, what can fans look forward to on this um, on on this tour? And like, what are you most excited about from this tour? Fans can look best night of your life. That's what it is. Best night of your bloody life. Um, no, I think um, I'm just I'm super excited. This is, as you said, it's my first ever U.S. tour. So I think. I, I think I'm going to absolutely give it my, I mean, this is such a wanky answer, but I'm going to give it my all. That's kind of a given. Um, I'm so excited to meet everyone and just and play as hard as possible and just have as much fun, I think, um, while touring here. And um, I think that is also from my end as well, just like first ever US tour, first ever US shows, first ever playing to a US crowd. So I think that just like, that alone is is going to be so much fun. You know, I think there's this massive dream to to be in this position that I'm in, to, to play in America, to play to American crowds. Um, and I'm I'm so thankful and lucky that I now get to do that. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I know it's uh, it's early on one of your busiest days. So uh, thanks for doing this. Congrats with Victoria EP. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to reuniting again soon. Legend. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate it, dude. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more and I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.